Hi everyone, welcome to this week's subscriber question of the week. I realize I haven't posted a poll in a week or two. Uh, it's because I've been completely overwhelmed with a bunch of things going on in my life. But I will try and post a poll this week. So when this video goes up, uh, you can go in the description box, go to the Facebook page, and there should be a poll with a series of questions you guys can vote on. With that said, this question comes from a subscriber named Peter James. Wanted to know about nuclear overload. And admittedly, I wasn't really sure what he was talking about when he was talking about nuclear overload. He just kind of said, what are your thoughts on nuclear overload? I'd never really heard of that principle before, but I do understand the physiology quite well. Uh, I looked it up and actually another subscriber, Nazar, mentioned that uh, this comes from a particular YouTuber. I'm not going to put his name up, but I watched a few of his videos on the topic talking about nuclear overload and the science behind it, the way he explains, is actually quite right. Um, he, does, he does go into it and uh, he does explain it quite well. Uh, in terms of maximizing what would be considered nuclear overload, um, I'm not quite as convinced. Uh, the main reason being that uh, nuclear overload is something that happens regardless of what training method that you use as long as you're seeing increases in muscle growth. So we know and I actually have this a video talking partly it talks about how a nucleus uh, plays a role into hypertrophy but uh, essentially what he's saying is that you need to work out every day for a decent amount of time, several hours, really intense uh, workloads, um, intense as in doing many repetitions, feeling a burn, uh, this just everyday pounding muscle groups, the same muscle groups actually, that's very important that you pound the same muscle groups for like two to four weeks and then afterwards you can take some time a little bit off and then you just go through your, your regular routine and you'll see a substantial growth in that particular muscle group and there is some truth to that but it's not necessarily that you have to pound that muscle group every single day and i would say that there's a disadvantage to that as that uh, will lead to less recovery and even if you're able to recover in a 24-hour period, uh, the problem with that is that uh, nuclear overload, as he puts it, uh, it happens regardless. So you don't have to destroy that muscle group every single day to see uh, changes in your, what's, what's actually the, the correct term is myonuclear domain. So you have these nuclei that are across the entire cell. So if you, obviously a cell is quite long when you're talking about a muscle cell. And most cells uh, have just a single nucleus that is in charge of all genetic, well not all, but most of the genetic material, some of the genetic materials found in the mitochondria and other places, but most of the genetic material is in the nucleus. And that means that most of protein synthesis begins in the nucleus. You can watch my video detailing how protein synthesis occurs. I put a lot of time into that one, so make sure you check that out. And what ends up happening is muscle cells have multiple nuclei. And the reason for that, the thought process, is that there's a mind, so you have a nucleus, and then you have an area that it's kind of responsible for. And it creates proteins for that area, and that's called 
the myonuclear domain. So that's its domain. And the domain can enlarge up to a point and then eventually as you're resistance training, you're building muscle, you're building muscle, you're building muscle and then to a point where eventually it, it can't control, it can't have that much control. It can't become like an emperor and have control of the entire muscle fiber. So it stops enlarging its myonuclear domain. What ends up happening, and this guy actually explains it quite well, is that the satellite cells, which are outside, just outside of the muscle cell, they'll actually uh, proliferate. So they start splitting into not the muscle cells, to be clear, and I would be contradicting my previous video, but not the muscle cells themselves, but the, the stem cells, these stem cells called satellite cells, will split and become more numerous called proliferation. Then what they do is they literally crawl their way to the microtrauma, to the different areas of the fiber that need more nuclei, and then they go through a process called differentiation. That differentiation is where they essentially commit themselves to becoming part of the muscle fiber. And what they commit to that muscle fiber is their nucleus. So the myonuclear domain stays relatively stable, but then you add more nuclei. And I think that's what he's kind of alluding to when he's talking about uh, nuclear overload. You're trying to build, you're trying to get as many of these satellite cells to, to build into the muscle fiber and then from there, you can, if you take a step back and then attack it again, uh, you can have greater protein synthetic response. And again, to a degree, that's correct. From a physiological standpoint, that's exactly how it happens and that's how it works. But anytime you build muscle, at any, any time you build muscle, the most efficient way to build muscle, which would be to get enough rest for your body, could be 24 hours, could be 12 hours, could be 48 hours, but typically it's at least a few days. If you do a really intense workout, the most efficient way is usually the best way, uh, almost say always the best way to maximize that myonuclear domain. Where myonuclear domain becomes a really big point of emphasis is if you were to stop exercising for a long period of time and then reintroduce exercise, those nuclei stay in place. So you're able to, and you've probably heard this term muscle memory, this muscle memory then comes back into play because those nuclei, you have far more nuclei in charge of a single muscle fiber so they can grow much quicker back up to where they were. And that's kind of what he's playing off of, but the process by which you get up to that point, you don't have to go through an every single day hammering these muscles uh, because again, one, I doubt it's going to give you that much of a better benefit. As a matter of fact, I would say probably it doesn't give you a better, better benefit. You can probably see just as many gains by using a, a intelligent scientific standpoint and using the techniques that we've been using for a long period of time. Is it possible to use it to do it this his way? Absolutely. I, I, I see no reason why you wouldn't be able to. But on the other side, I would also detract a point by saying that you have a higher likelihood of injury. And if you get seriously injured because you're constantly hitting the same muscles, uh, in that case, 
Well, then you're not gonna be in the gym for as long because you're gonna to have to recover from an injury and that's going to set you back. So kind of a balancing act. I would probably go with the fewer times in the gym, more rest, and uh, but still incre you know, having progressive overload, increasing intensity, and you will still see that change in the number of nuclei that are found in your muscle fiber. Hopefully I explained that to your satisfaction, Peter, and uh, Nazar as well. And I uh, hope that you got something out of it. And with that said, I will hopefully have the pleasure of seeing you in the very next video. Have a good one. See you.